Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, 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 cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you from Central Louisville, Churchill Downs, whoa, whoa. the backside. What it's all about, baby. Nick Roush, TJ Walker, Justin Kalen here. How are you fellas doing? We've already talked for like 10 minutes. I know how you all are doing. Uh, tell, not, tell the audience how you're doing. Uh, uh, great. It feels good to be back. Uh, you can smell the horse poop in the air. That's when you know it's almost derby time. That's always a good sign. And it's also, you know it's Churchill Downs and it's derby week when you just try to sneak into whatever you can and see how far you can get. Yeah. Don't have a parking pass? <laughs> found a place to park. Feel accomplished. Unluckily, the second I got out of the car, torrential downpour. I'm soaking head to toe wet. But at least we're undercover now, and of course now the rain is stopping. I was I was doing the thing, TJ, where I was trying to play by the rules. There's nobody checking anything when, to get into the backside. There's yeah. more people checking to get in the parking lot Correct. to nowhere. And I basically told them, like, I'm doing a radio show on the backside. I do not have a parking pass, but normally I can park back there. What do you think? And they just both were like, Meh. just go ahead. Just go. <laughs> if somebody says something to you, you may need to go. And I was like, okay, I bet somebody's going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows who's with who back here. Or anything. I could have been a jockey for all day. Well, knew. and there's so many vehicles that they're not going to know which car is yours. It's like it's like me. I parked somewhere. I don't know if I could have parked there or not, but <laughs> they. I got out of there before they saw it was me. Oh. So hopefully it's there when we're done. I love it. See, just that, act like you belong. That was my big issue was I got kind of nervous just from getting in and being like I'm in and I just took the first spot I could find and then it made me walk about like you know 15 minutes to try uh, to get back TJ here and find you boys. Can't, can't find his bearings in the south end you know <laughs> just gets a little nervous. No well um, the south end I'm pretty good at. Central Louisville it's a different animal. Uh, we are next to the ESPN radio guys. The yeah. media is all out here. Not as much as years past. No. A lot more TV presence than radio presence but yeah there used to be like all the hit. Maybe they'll be out here tomorrow. Maybe Tuesday is just too early in the week well, for them to be out here. I'm also curious too just from the crowd in general is it the rain, the bad weather that was in the forecast for this morning, or are there legitimately just going to be fewer people this year? I, I don't know. Um, that, that was the word we talked about, that they'd be kind of calling the crowd a little bit, trying to keep it more under control. But either way, you can hear the birds chirping. Uh, the, the, the sun is starting to poke through some of the clouds over there. See, look, there's, there's a little sky. Uh, but we're undercover. It's kind of nice. We're, we're dry right now. And uh, excited because Derby Week, Derby Week got started, I, I don't want to say – 
earlier, but the actual race talk, obviously we're going to talk a lot of Kentucky basketball today. John Calipari did an interview with uh, the station that's next to us yesterday. we got to talk about that uh, and a few more news happenings from around the Big Blue Nation. But, Justin, this year they did the, they, they moved up the, the post-position draw. I was wondering. Okay. They moved it up to Monday, and I like it. It gets you a little bit longer to talk about the actual – uh, analysis of the race, if you will. We get morning line odds for both the Kentucky Derby and the Kentucky Oaks. And, uh, folks, you want a spicy take to start your day? Spice it up, baby. If you want to sound like a smart horse racing person, just tell your friends, the Oaks is, has better horses in it than the Derby. That's a fun, spicy take because That's a dumb take. <laughs> in the Derby, you've had you have zero horses entering this race on a three-race win streak. There's like four that have won back-to-back, but I mean, last year, Central Quality was 5-0 and as the morning line favorite. In the Oaks, the top four horses, the top four choices, have only lost one career race combined. Whoa. Yeah, they're good. They're really good races. Uh, really, excuse me, really good fillies. Uh, Kathleen O up there uh, with uh, uh, McGahee training is the second choice behind Nest, who won at Keeneland. That horse, the, the, the two favorites, there, there's another fun storyline. The two favorites won... Their last race at Keeneland, there hasn't been uh, a horse that has won the Bluegrass to win the Derby in a long time. Zandon, that's trained by Chad Brown, is the 3-1 to one favorite in the Kentucky Derby. And Nest is, I believe, a 5-2 to two favorite in the Kentucky Oaks. So a couple of good horses that recently ran in the, in the Bluegrass, shipping over to the track. And, uh, hell, soon enough, they'll be actually out there working on the track, getting a little work in that mud. It's actually – I bet the trainers are actually fired up that it's muddy. What, why? So they can get used to the surface. So they're yeah, but it's not going to be a muddy surface on Derby. It right. could be, though. Well, it won't be, though. Oh, that's, I, I love that confidence. That, that's the thing about the, the weather. The confidence of John Asher. It does Just, It does look like it's going to get a little chillier maybe on Derby Day, but I, I think we're going to be good on the rain. Right? I, I, I hope so, but you always hope for the best, expect, plan for the worst. It's got 30% rain chance. Yeah. Well, you know, what if it dumps the, – the, What if the, I remember American Pharaoh's year right before the call to the post – it just torrential downpour for 10 minutes. And then sun comes out for the race. Everything's fine. Uh, you know, you never know. That could happen. That could mess it up a little bit. But it's good to get your, your horses a little work in different uh, elements. See, if I was a jockey, I would not want these conditions. Because, A, you're going back to the barn muddy as all get out. B, you've got to put that much more work into your horse who's going to the barn muddy as all get out. And it just creates more work. I, I would much rather have a dry track, easy day. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, if – if, Oh, you know what? I prefer bad weather. I was just, I was just coming back at you. I, didn't, I don't think there's that many jockeys out here that are looking forward to this morning. When, when I was golfing on Saturday, somebody in our foursome was like, "I know it's kind of a hot take, but I'd rather be in like the 70s when I'm golfing than 80s." <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, really? My, I missed a birdie putt, and I was like, "A hot take? I would have rather gotten a birdie on this hole than a par." <laughs> and everybody told me how hilarious and great I am, and we laughed. And all good day. looking, exactly. handsome, all, yeah, all, yeah. all those things. All good stuff. Uh, we'll talk more horse racing as the show goes on. It is Derby Week after all. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. The rumor on the street is Dugan will be coming around Ooh. with Thornton's later. Oh. And this is a rumor I just made up on the spot. Oh. Dugan, you'd hate to let us down, though. 
So here's the thing, Dugan. I know what he's going to do. He knows that they're so serving donuts he's in that go building bring over us there. Some donuts yeah, and, like, and then like, oh guys, look what I brought you. Yeah. He'll bring the box from the gas station. Just go fill it up <laughs> that's here. Exactly, that's exactly what <laughs> he'll Sir, uh, what are you, doing. What are you doing back here? Uh, it's not allowed. Well, we do have a lot to get to on today's mm -hmm. show. Like I said, we'll circle back on the horse racing talk, but I think everybody knows where we want to go with this. The Supreme Court leaked. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Twitter was nuts last night. Oh my goodness! Oh man, I, I, I'm, I, I like this person, and this person knows that I like them. We do not see eye to eye on a bunch of stuff, but I've unmuted Kyle Tucker just because, like, he you wanted is to see the what? mouthpiece of the UK program right now. I mean, yeah. he really is. He's yeah. he's gotten so many scoops lately. And I was like, all right. He doesn't pop up on my timeline that much. A lot of the social stuff has gone down. Oh. I'm going to unmute him and just see what he's been saying about UK today. And I was going and looking at his Twitter page, and just the most recent one was like, it's a good thing that we had this leak so a few people don't make decisions for the country. And I was like, oh, God. Good old Kyle. Uh, <laughs> but he's unmuted. Okay. He's going to stay unmuted. He's entitled to his political opinions on his Twitter page, and, uh, and he really has been all over the news Baylor Shireman will be announcing today. Mm -hmm. Creighton seems to be the pick for that one. And man, I just this lady has horse boots on over here that have horses painted on them. I'm sorry to distract you from That's your fine. Baylor Shireman. We, I mean, we're, 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 we're out we, in the thick of it. We're we, going to be having Jody Dimling just walked by not too long ago. We never get to see people out. Like it's never. like it's like we get to see TJ's face mm -hmm. on like uh, plastered on a fat head in the studio sometimes. True. This lady's got rain boots with horses like drawn all over. If there's Pretty a cool. time for you to get distracted, Roush, and notice things like that, it's it's right here. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think so. he's noticing more than horse boots, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but Baylor Shireman, he's got a top five. And well, no, he's like, supposedly like down to two, and he's going to be announcing to this morning, I believe. Uh, it's going to be Creighton is what the old scuttlebutt is. Supposedly they made some nil promises. Omaha, not a tiny city. So right. he will uh, probably be playing. And then I think Goodman was like, they're going to be top five for me. They're going to be top ten for me. Oh, who, he's been hanging out with Doster too much. If he's falling for Creighton, head over heels. I'll believe it when I see it with Creighton. <laughs> that, is a, that is a great <laughs> callback, too, if you all get that inside joke. Who is that fellow that uh, – I don't know who you? that is. I was talking about the Rob Doster-Creighton <laughs> joke. Sure. That goes back to what, 2016? Tyler Ewis? Yeah, yeah, they said the Tyler Rob Doster won't, wouldn't come on my show anymore because I was like, Rob, you really think a Tyler Eulis, Jamal Murray backcourt isn't as good as Mark Zagorowski and whoever the other guy was? Zagorowski was like a freshman. He entered the transfer portal four years later. Yeah, I forget who the other guy was. Yep. But, yeah, um, he'll go there. I, would it have been a nice fit for Kentucky? Yes. Let's go. Let's allow this to transition into the interview that John Calipari did with mm -hmm. 680 yesterday where he said, we're not going to be making nil promises. If you want to come here and you want to get better and you want to do this, you know, the whole coach speak, this ain't for everybody sort of deal. Uh, sounds like, I mean, John Calipari does a good job of holding your hand down a talking point without actually saying the words. <laughs> You're right. And what he was saying there was Baylor wanted some nil promises and we weren't going to make those promises for him, which I think is – some people could love that, and some people could hate it. The mm -hmm. people that hate it, I'm sure, Roush, would be saying something along the lines of, go get them. Who cares if he wants nil? Make it happen. We're a player away from being the title favorites. Do whatever he wants. If it, it messes up chemistry, you'll fix up that stuff later. Bring him on board. Do whatever it takes. And then you'll have other people that say, this is a slippery slope. If he starts demanding X amount of dollars, what if somebody else does? And then it turns in, and your whole season could be drained before it even starts. Which side do you both fall on? 
Uh, Justin, do you have a hot take on this or not? Because I think I found my middle ground. Do you have one? So this whole Baylor Shireman situation has just been confusing from the start for me because it was when he when he originally announced it was that he wanted what a championship and he wanted to be the guy or one of the two. Mm-hmm. And now it's all about nil. Like so for me, the whole situation's confusing. Do you want to be the man? Do you want a championship or do you want to get nil? You can get your nil at Creighton, but you're damn sure not going to win a championship. You might be the man at Creighton, but mm-hmm. you're not you're not going to win a championship. So it's it's all about what he's really after. If, if he wants nil and wants money, go go get it. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, and I I think everybody would probably mostly agree with that take. We're t- I'm talking I'm asking you from a UK perspective. Should John Calipari play the game, or should he be right in saying like if you're going to make demand, that's fine. We can work with you, but if you're going to make demands, it, it ain't the right. Thing. I'm all about a coach sticking to his grounds. And, and yeah. act, acting the way he always has. Why, why flex? And, and you're right, TJ. You flex for one player, you're going to have to continue doing that down the line. So I, I agree with Calipari. Stick to your guns. Don't 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 fade on that. So my middle ground, TJ, is that I, I kind of – I get where Kentucky is where they're saying, listen, you're going to make about what you're, quote, unquote, demanding, but just don't demand it. You know, don't go yeah. – like we, you can't put Ma- this up front. Makes us think that you're not in this for the right reasons. We want to make you a better basketball player, and you're going to help our team. The money's going to come, but you demanding it makes me think that you're in this more for you than you are for all of us. So where I'm at, TJ, is I, I like the, to kind of put your draw that line in the sand in the transfer portal because there's only so many times where you're going to get an Oscar Shibway from the portal, a Reed Travis from the portal, where you're, like, you know that this is going to be a starter that – a high-quality all-conference starter. But I'm all for bending those rules when it comes to high school recruits. Maybe not upfront <laughs> demands, but, like, if DeJuan, if DJ Wagner says, you know, I, I like both of you, I want to play for you, but they're offering a million, can you do 1.5? You say, yes, sir, here you go. Steve, I, I think it would be a fair case to make, though, if you're doing that for recruits, why not do it for transfer portal players? They're the same thing. Maybe better. You could make a case that at least it's a shirt. You're spending money on a shirt thing than potentially a BJ Boston who took time to kind of develop, and that's okay. But UK needed him from day one, and he wasn't ready day one. So I I agree with Scoots here. Point to Scoots. See, but in my brain, I'm 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 taking this specific situation and extrapolating. (laughs) Baylor Shireman not as good as DJ Wagner, so that's my take. But 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 you, I I just think that there is a lot more. Uh, the ceiling's a lot higher with the high school player than there is with the portal well, player. The ceiling is the roof. It, that, well, we've got a roof here. People so forget that all the people time. People do forget that. <laughs> but, but I do think you have a much higher ceiling with the, the high school players. And if you can understand, and if you can keep it under wraps, like you don't, you don't want it to become known that uh, you're. And that's where the the agent middlemen can really make things sticky for a program because then you run into what Miami did with Isaiah Wong and Nigel Pack and that whole mess where the agents are publicly saying, "Here's how much money these guys are getting," and I and I and I get that's why John Cal Perry he's he had to deal with Shaden Sharp's guy Dwayne Washington. He's trying to cut out as many people from this process as possible. So in in that sense, I I I, I do I get where he's coming from, and yeah, I I can be with him because I know that they're going to still make a ton of money. Without knowing the details, like how much money Baylor was asking, maybe it wasn't just a money thing. Maybe it was a money, and you're gonna play. I'm starter. I'm Mr. Starter. I'm, I'm, you know, the Kellen Grady role comment comes to mind with that stuff. So I do think it piles up in the Baylor case, but 
you're one player away. Do what you got to do to find that one player. Yeah, but who's to say that Baylor's that one player, you know? I, I mean, there, there's, I, a, there's I, other options out there. I would think that he is that one player. Mm, yeah. I would, I would think he is. There's legend Steve Moss. Yeah, Steve Moss. I haven't seen him in forever. KYT crew <laughs> hanging out over here. Where's, where's, where's Horse Boots? Horse Boots. Oh, right down there. <laughs> down the aisle. Right around the garbage can corner. Because I, I never actually saw the horses. Yeah, oh, there's horses on them, by God. And, you can all, and they're only on the back of the boots, the horses? Uh, she's, on the legs. She's coming right she's by. by. Okay. All right, everybody play cool. Don't, play be, cool. don't be weird. <laughs> Look how fast those horses are running. Cute uh, aside. I, I, I thought it was somebody else, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know, uh, my, my son, he's a, Lance McGo Everybody's out here today. Oh, it's everybody. My son's Voice a of Louisville City and UofL now. Big fan of this. He calls it the horse castle. What's the horse castle? Churchill Downs. Oh. It's where oh. the horses live. At the, we're at the horse castle. Not to be confused with the castle in Kentucky. The castle. Which there are probably horses there. You would think. Are there? I don't know. I've always wanted to do like I mean, a Valentine's night there or something, but never have pulled the trigger. He, believe it or not, not cheap to go to that place. It really wasn't as bad as I thought, but yeah, it's. I have a but friend. Like, you you got to remind yourself you're just like in the hills of Kentucky. I have a know? friend getting married there not too long. Really? Oh, wow. You going? I am not going. Didn't oh, get it's, invited. It's, more, it's not that good. It's of more a of a friend of a friend <laughs> type of situation. <laughs> I've had a wedding out there. Probably, Probably not inexpensive. Uh, yeah, Ooh, that, that would be pricey. So he, he's not going to pick UK. I'm glad UK fans have chilled a little mm -hmm. bit on that and not thinking it's the end of the world. However, as Calipari continued to talk, there were more quotes, worthwhile quotes of yeah. that. And uh, did you get the sense at all that he may think that, hey, this is, this is our team? We, we, he said that they've got a commit coming. Everybody thinks it's the uh, Adu Tierra. Uh, uh, Adu Tierra, right? Yeah, I, I always pronounce the H silently, but I don't know either, either way. Okay, uh, it seems like he's going to commit. He got you got some crystal balls for him yesterday. Uh, he just as a quick side note, total project. Um, I have somebody that I kind of trust in the AAU scene that I still keep in touch with, and they were like flabbergasted at the idea of this kid playing at Kentucky. Most of those people are surprised that it's a real offer. They, they think it's, yeah. they, th they thought it was the old classic, let's give him an offer so other people will start recruiting him offer. And this person has been wrong numerous times, and I make fun of them for being wrong numerous times. But they were, and I said to them, I was like, well, you know, Kentucky sometimes has an issue just getting players that are okay being bench guys. Mm -hmm. um, Walk-ons aren't an issue, but sometimes with scholarships, people after a year or two years, they say, hey, it's my turn to start playing, and either they'll transfer or they'll leave, and UK just has an issue getting people on board. So I'm sure this guy told UK, I'm cool being here for a while. Don't worry about it. And if that's your UK, you say yes. I've actually heard that he's got some potential that they like, especially on the defensive side of things. Ooh, Don't, that's something we mentioned last week you never hear about when these guys commit. I wouldn't expect like a Dominique Hawkins NCAA tournament freshman year type of impact. And I, I, I'm saying no expectations in year one if he commits. But somewhere down the road, I don't think it's totally out of the realm of possibility. And UK should not be in a position of talented players. I guess maybe there's some debate whether how, how talented this player is. But if he wants to be at UK, then be at UK, be a good teammate, be a good student, get the GPA up, and then continue to get better. And my buddy was like, he's like, yeah, but just – He's never going to play there. Wouldn't he rather go somewhere where he's going to get playing time? And I said, well, he's going to play against NBA dudes every day in practice for four years. What's going to get him better at basketball? Going to Duquesne and being like the sixth man or being at UK, not playing, but getting the practice reps against lottery picks. And then 
kind of leading me into more Case and Wallace drooling, but goodness gracious. So I'm, I'm so pumped to see this kid at UK. A quick question before we, we get off the subject of Adu Tierra. Uh, Adu Tierra, we'll just go with Tierra. He's going to announce on Mother's Day, uh, which is right around the corner. People forget day after Derby this year. It's a load of malarkey. I know. None of us are prepared. But damn you, Julian Calendar, you really screwed the pooch on this one. Uh, he's announcing then. My question for you, TJ, does he play more or less than – ooh, what's another fun uh, name for the pass? Um, I wanted to say Charles Matthews, but he's going to play less than Charles Matthews, right? Yeah. Do we see him – EJ Florial. That's how much you'll probably see him in year one. In general. He's Never a, even heard that name. Oh, yeah, yeah. He ended up <laughs> quit for track. Uh, yeah, his dad was the track coach. For, yeah. um, but but I, th that's where I'm trying to think, like – I mean, do we do yeah, we basically treat really him like a walk-on? Who? That's a great great question. Who's been in the UK program for a couple of years that just didn't play at all? Dante it's, Allen. <laughs> but, the thing, but the thing is, I don't I don't think I don't think uh, Thoreau will get even like those Mississippi State minutes. You know, yeah, like yeah. Cal still tried to find some of that magic against Mississippi State. He wouldn't even get that. But that's that's probably a good one that's staring us right in the face there. But. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back. Feel yeah. free to text in 502-414-1450 on the Thornton. I will say, though, if you, obviously there's some nuance to this conversation. Um, and, and I think Cal, you know, he's got scholarships. He used to coach this guy. He thinks there's some potential there. Let's give it a ride. But it is odd that we are at the point where Cal is, you know, 10 years ago, Cal, that's just like championship at all costs, is probably going to listen to Baylor Shireman and take that guy like the, the roles will be flipped instead of getting more of a project that's going to take a while to develop. He would go for the sure thing in the transfer portal right away and just let it ride. Well, he couldn't really do that because the transfer rules were different back then. I don't know. It's like some, at, there's some points I think Cal loves the transfer portal because it can kind of save his ass in recruiting. And then there's other times where in this instance where I think he likes his team would he want Sharp to be a part of the team? Absolutely. Would he want maybe one more player? Possibly. But I think it almost gets to a point, like with the Kofi stuff last year, it's like, I like what I've got. I can probably get more, mm -hmm. but do Don't I – Don't want to mess up a good thing. Do I, do I, do I risk it? Do, do, you know, and I think sometimes – he likes short benches. He doesn't – he hardly ever uses all his scholarships. No fence uh, boots. The, the 2012 team was only a seven people deep, all things considered. And uh, I do think there's a part of him that just wants to say, I like what we've got. Maybe Sharp comes back. That's going to be the radio tease heading into this next segment. So uh, we'll circle back to that here in just a moment. I do think there's a part of him that I do. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I do think that there's a part of him, like prom, that thinks that uh, I'm good. I'm good. I would strongly advise against that. Just I, get another shooter. I don't care if it's somebody that may only play like 10 minutes a game. Go get another shooter. Really, uh, like, you know, if Dante Allen was still on the roster, I'd be like, that's fine. There's another shooter. Worst case scenario, maybe you throw him in there. Uh, just with C.J. Frederick's injury history, you got to get another shooter. And just the way that your injuries went last year. Mm -hmm. You know, like we, we saw that, oh, this is. We thought we were deep enough. Yeah, C.J.'s yeah. out for the year. We don't really even bat an eye at it because we still think you're deep enough. But then every guard decided to get hurt. Gets every a nagging injury here, nagging injury there. Uh, Wheeler still runs into screens around UK's campus, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so. They've got to put caution tape all over it and reflect, re reflector tape. You had 
two different sources of somewhat reputation yesterday, maybe it was more than that, but at least two that I know of, come out and say, folks, I don't want you to get too excited about Sharp, but UK thinks that he's coming back. So go ahead and get too excited. Here we go again, Jeez. ladies and gentlemen. We will come back and we will talk about our friend Shadon ah, here on Big X Sports Radio, Kentucky Roll Call, live from the backside of Churchill Downs. It's Derby Week. We'll be right back. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Scooter Dinks. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Don't worry, I got an idea. An idea so smart, my head would explode if I even began to know what I was talking about. That's a perfect Trevor rejoin. Really sums him up perfectly. Anytime that he was on the show and he'd play that, I was like, Trevor, that's just you, man. <laughs> that's just you. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call oh, here on Big X okay. Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen, backside of Churchill Downs. It's Derby Week. Starting to pick up a little bit. Uh, we walked around. Justin and I walked into some live shots on accident. <laughs> Always a good time. Think there, we're uh, going to get some derby horses on the track soon? There were some, some people. Somebody was holding court, but Justin and I couldn't see who it was. It was. It looked like a tour. Um, there was a guy smoking a pipe over there. Which oh, he ha- looked like a detective. Yeah, he did. yeah. He did. How often have you seen somebody guy? smoking a pipe? Dude. So you didn't see who was in that tent over there? Everybody was gathering around. There was. It was like a tour guide. My person. guess was Bob Baffert. No, he's not here. He's not allowed in the gates. I know. That's what's funny about it. Come on, Ralph. Damn Never it, mind. Justin. No, you're not funny. Just turn your mic off. <laughs> Oh, we can matter, say that now. Matter of fact, just get out of here. Yeah, all yeah, these, go. So all these mics sound good, right? We don't have the tin can mic no, that no, the these are Rutherford all, Show has. These are all great mics. Oh, I went out and saw them. They Man. did their live show at the Blind Squirrel Very yesterday. Very funny to see Trevor and Dugan doing karaoke at the Blind Squirrel. Yeah, having the whole place to themselves. That was funny. Mike Rutherford tweeted out the video. Oh, that's where he, the video came from? Uh-huh. Oh, he, okay. he, he walked into that. That was like he walked into the restaurant and... <laughs> Dugan was just singing and Trevor was dancing. Uh, he was like, I was a little taken aback by it. But yeah. Uh, went out there. Uh, good to good to see Mike and good to good good to see their live show. Good to talk to Dugan. Um, EJ's gonna was out there. EJ was out yeah. there as well. I had to get back to the baby before I got to to see and and talk with EJ. But we Justin and I met one of the bigwigs. We did in Louisville Media. Oh. And I kind of had a embarrassing oh. moment. They're, they're clapping for us. Should <laughs> pause. That's that. That's around where the people were crowding around. Something cool's happened over there. Think There's the Ken Spencer. He's looking at it too. Whatever it is, is important. Pretty sure. Scoots, why don't you do a little homework? And yeah, yeah. Go, go, be a spot. Yeah, just right. turn okay. your mic off. Let me go figure it out. Yeah, yeah. you go figure it out. Don't so be, don't y- be scared to walk in a live shot. They won't see you anyway. So. <laughs> All right, so we got Scoots out of here. Oh, thank, thank God. God. Yeah. yeah. About damn time. <laughs> he looked back and laughed. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, anyways, I was talking to one of the big wigs at the the station. And it was uh, Dugan was there, and he was telling me how he had moved from Fern Creek to the South End, but I just couldn't process that somebody would move to the South End. Yeah, it's a great place, uh, up and coming area. And so I was like, so I was like, so whereabouts in Fern Creek do you live? And he was like, no, 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 I left Fern Creek. And I was like, what? <laughs> you did say that actually. I, I, I am mistaken. It was pretty embarrassing. All right, what do we got, Scoots? Uh, so I'm pretty sure it's just like a daily briefing of Churchill employees. 
Oh, they're all wearing like Churchill jackets and gear, so I think they're just like briefing just for get the them day. hyped. Man, it's a long day. Yeah, I, when I did security as a teenager, it was show up at 7 a.m. Or no, it might even been no. I think it was seven. They didn't even open the gates till or an hour later. People didn't show up till eleven or so, and then you were. I mean, it was a twelve, thirteen hour day. Yeah, long days. Long yeah, ones. A, it really is, and you're just dealing with drunk people all day. So the track's open. There's races. Today. today is the today is Champions Day, is what they're calling it. What, uh, that, what does that mean? It means that we need to find a way to brand this. Right now, we're down to Wednesday is the only day without a, a branding day. A lot so of people call it Wokes. We, so is that what we need? Are we going to take up that mantle? They or will, they, or will Wokes scare people away? I think that it won't scare the media away. Oh. <laughs> 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 Carl, Carl Terry Tuckerson. <laughs> Let's talk about Shade and Sharp. Can we? Shall we? I'm and curious who these uh, who these reputable folks are because I did not see this. Travis Graff and supposedly Mark Maggard. Have you followed the Mark Maggard saga? Yes. What, it what, is what, what are your KSR fascinating. people saying about all this? Well, I know your all's group message has talked about it. Uh, so spill the beans. It, it, and we, we have beans. For us, it doesn't bother us that much because so if I wasn't around the message board scene when Mark Maggard was there in, what, 2007 or so? I'll give a quick summary here in a second for folks wondering what the hell we're talking but about. But essentially, Mark Maggard, I don't know if he ran that Rivals board or if he was he just... I he ran Rivals. I think it was like... He Kentucky. was just a prominent poster. Yeah. Um, but he essentially has a new uh, screen name that he's, like, hidden his way, and he was trying to post Scoop on there to where he would eventually make his own site and try to steal some of the rival subscribers to join uh, his new one, which is just, Mark Maggard, that was 15 years ago, and you're still going to have relevant scoop? What so, have you been doing? So the Mark Maggard story, I don't know it perfectly. There are U.K. message board people out there that know probably a little bit more about it than I do, but I, I think at least I know the, the gist of it, as one former radio host would say. He was... He had some inside sources with the program, I think, at the end of the Billy days, maybe even the end of the Tubby days, but going into even early Calipari. And he was connected, had, but he was always just kind of weird, uh, very kind of cultish in some ways. And he eventually made his own site, and he offered a lifetime subscription. Mm. And it was like, I don't know, a few hundred bucks for a lifetime subscription. And then after like three months, the site just like was gone. He, like, didn't post anymore. Supposedly, he went to Mexico and became a photographer. Started a, photogra a photography business there. And then, all of a sudden, as of, like, three weeks ago, somebody on Cats Illustrated started posting and had, like, some really detailed scoop. And a lot of it was right. Not all of it. He did get a couple things wrong. But a lot of it was right. And it's really hard to crack into the U.K. basketball scene. It's very mm -hmm. quiet. They don't let a lot of times. Generally, they only want – out there what they, what want, they want out, out there. there. Exactly. Right, so right, it's kind right. of a mouthpiece sort of deal. And sometimes they'll mislead media, too, for, to kind of change narratives throughout the fan base. I think he's close with Orlando and Tigua, if we're just talking amongst ourselves here. And Orlando's back in the scene. Now he, uh, Maggard, if it truly is Maggard, which I think it is, uh, it, it, he is posting scoop and he's posting information so he is saying some positive things about the sharp or he's saying it's at least closer than what a lot of folks think and then travis graft went on the message board and he said this is coming from the uk staff he that that also kind of tells you something too 
I don't know if he said that directly, but it was pretty clear in his language that it was coming from the UK staff that they feel like he's coming back. That he feel that they feel like Shaden Sharp will be on UK's team next year, and I hate it, folks. There's no other way to around it. There's no other way to say it. I hate it. I almost wish we Oof. could just cut bait and be done with it. But the thing is, and this has been the thing the whole time, is he is so worth it. Is the athletic director right, Josh Heron? Interim. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Well, I, I was so used to so long. You knew who the guy was because he just wore a turtleneck everywhere. It's like, oh, the the one person wearing a turtleneck. He's got to be the Louisville athletic director. But no, yeah, Josh Heron. Yeah, um, he just walked by. It's, it really is the who's who's yeah. out here. There's a guy in a very sharp looking pastel yeah. blue sports that's, coat. That's sharp looking. I cannot yeah. stop. Like I'm all eyes are on the sharp sports coat. Can't help oh, it. I don't know who, what news anchor this he's is. A, he's a spectrum guy. He he works with Locke. Oh, it's maybe we can get him on to talk smack about Locke. Uh, we'll watch it there, pal. Talk stick. Uh, that, that's not a bad idea. Um, maybe I figured maybe Locke would be out here, too. So, uh, let me just say, TJ, from the – I don't mind – I would rather if UK was optimistic about Sharp returning that they just don't say anything, though, because at this point – Kentucky fans don't need a roller coaster, but it would be a great surprise, right? Like, wouldn't that be the best surprise ever if he just June come, comes around the corner all of a sudden? Shane Sharp is back on campus. See, this goes back to my whole not needing to know everything. Like, what this has been a whole roller coaster saga, up and down, up and down. Kentucky thinks he's back. He he's gone. Yeah, back and forth we go. Why could at the beginning just everybody have their assumptions? And then when the time comes, he's either coming back or he's not. not. the way this works, I know. Justin. Come on, I you know it. that. I just hate it. Uh, you, you've There's, learned I'm, enough I've, about the U.K. I fan have, base. I have shade on Sharp freaking exhaustion. I am, I'm exhausted. You're, you're, join, you're Join the club, pal. I'm, everybody I'm, is. I'm, I'm, I know. That's not a unique take. Everybody agrees it's, with you. But the issue is he's really good, yeah. and he takes Kentucky from a top-five team to – Kentucky is number one, and if you put anybody else at number one, you're just being sort of silly, mm -hmm. to be honest. And even with UNC returning everybody from the runner-up team, Kentucky beat that team by 1,000, and UK would be better uh, this upcoming season, where UNC you would think would be slightly better, but pretty much similar to what you saw in March, which was a damn good team. But it's a big deal because he's such a good player. But I have said it for a very long time. I am not believing it until I see it. I'm not going to get Doubting upset. Thomas I'm over not, here. I'm That's what many people – Doubting I'm, TJ. I'm not going to get upset about it. I'm not going – if he ends up going to the NBA, I'm going to say – I'm going to come back on the radio show the next day, whenever that may be, and say I told you all for a long time I did not think he was going to play. But he is worth the conversation. He is worth the, the, the drama. And he's worth the annoyance because there's been a lot of annoyance here. You do wish he'd just come out and say. The issue is, is both people, anybody that has, like, the scoop on Sharp here, are saying that he's not getting the guarantees. And that's what I just can't believe. If, like, the intel – and I'm not blaming the people that are reporting it. I'm truly believing this is what they're hearing from the people. I would want to go directly to the people, which in this case would you would think would be the U.K. coaching staff. And they're saying he's not getting the guarantees that he wants. And I think the guarantee is, like, a top ten pick. That is ridiculous. Uh, like, to pass up that lifestyle over two or three picks potentially, that's just not good rationale to the point that I don't buy it because it's so dumb. No offense. Well, well but so, it, it'd be consistent with what we've heard from his camp throughout the process. It's though. true. But, like, who who would do that? Who would say, like, hey, I'm, I'm foregoing college and I'm going to start getting paid big time? Oh, I'll be paid – 
maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars less at most, maybe like a million or two. What? You'll make that up on your next one big time if you're as good as they th- – the whole thing is strange. And, again, I really wish U.K. staff didn't leak that if they truly did. And, I've got, again, we got no reason to believe Graf would make that up. And we have – as much as Mark Maggard may or may not be a goober, he does – he is talking to Orlando Antigua. So, it is still out there that he is a possibility. It is annoying, but it – it really is such a game changer. It's worth discussing. And also, is that why UK hasn't locked in on a three? You got Reeves, yeah. but you knew Reeves wasn't going to, you know. Steal Shaden's minutes, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Is, um, that, is, that, is that a reason why? Now, they looked at Baylor. They wanted, you know, they went after him a little bit, but they didn't make his top five. Like, the communication, had, they didn't visit him. The communication had stopped so quickly. Something's up. Yeah, tough to tough to exactly put, put, put your, your finger on. Right, right, right. If he does come back, that's really crappy for Reeves. Oh, I don't think but so. Does he does he make a different decision if he knows Shaden's for sure coming back? I well, that's the thing is that would be you know people have interviewed Reeves. Somebody should be like, what do they tell you about Sharp? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they say that he's a possibility to come back and take your minutes or not because that could be kind of telling. I would think Justin that he knew that I'm not getting a guaranteed starting spot. So if he's not getting a guaranteed starting spot. Nothing really changed. Yeah. Um, you're right that maybe fewer minutes because you're going to want Sharp on the court. But so can we oh, can, can we go back Sharp, to Sharp Toppin Collins lineup? Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> the athleticism. Can we go back to Maggard real quick? So this man just stole everybody's money, went to Mexico, and now he's back. He's back, <laughs> and he's starting a new website. The cojones on that man. Yeah, like but, what? But he's not really. That's why he's not saying that that's who he is. But people are putting two to, two together. But he's not saying that's not who he is that's either. That's wild. He's just not like addressing. If people are saying well, that, it's or not also saying wild that. to me is if the business model didn't work last time. What makes you think it's going to work? work. It, it did work. It did work. He went to Mexico. No, like it did work. He had a <laughs> the ton lifetime of, subscriptions he, work. He, he had a ton of members, and then I don't know if his sources dried up, or you know, him and your former ex boss they would get into it from time to time. So uh, you would have to deal with you'd have to deal with that again if he became public. I don't know. This person it's such looks like silly a big drama. Deal. Well, who you is think? it? I don't know. His hat says D. Cohen. Probably a big deal. Yep. You think that's what the D stands for? Deal. Big. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, um, let's get to the Thornton's text can, line. Can I uh, – yeah, let's get to some text line because I'm sure we're going to have uh, – I'm sure some texts are going to bring up some more stuff. For, uh, David Cohen is a jockey. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now works for Horse Racing Nation. There we go. Oh, he's going on the competition. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that's a different one. What do you mean a different one? It's a different jockey. Yeah. Jockeys are they're people, too. No, I, th- <laughs> I thought you said the one we were talking about was going on the conversation. Wait, jockeys are people, too? Half people. You're one Whoa. to talk. You're one to talk. Coming from Scoot. <laughs> You're one to talk. What the hell is that? All right, what do you want to talk about? I was just going to say, let's do the Thornton's text line because maybe they'll bring up some stuff from that John Calipari interview that we didn't touch on. Because there were, there was some more in there besides the nil. I think the nil thing was the the, oh. the biggest takeaway well, from it. Well, we might it. as well do it right now since we're on it. But the, the – oh, we didn't fire Jay. Who? What? Beisner. That's on you. Sorry. Yeah. It's on Beisner. How did – you got to get in Coach's ear and not let him know silly narratives. Nobody thought that. I didn't see one, not even like a joke post about it. Nobody thought that UK fired Jay Lucas. Everybody knows that he left. 
and honestly, for the better position part, is debatable oh, as well. Duke threw a jab at UK by they, saying he took a the he came from Kentucky where he held the same position. Now, I I, I think that that is actually not true. I think that. Kentucky, I think he wanted to leave Kentucky. I don't think that there's any doubt about that. And that's disappointing. We all like Jay. But he did want to go to Duke staff. Supposedly he will be Duke's top dog recruiter. He'll be able to go after who he wants. And instead at UK he was the third recruiter. He'll do what he wants. Which want sometimes when he's you have to go get the younger guys, you know, like the Joel Justice role. And I, I, he's not going to do that role at UK. And uh, so I do think that Duke lied a little bit at the same position, even if it's called the same position. Mm-hmm. But. Calipari also just made up a totally fake narrative that people insinuated that he was fired. Nobody thought that. Did somebody like crack a joke to him, and he didn't get the joke? Or I don't know. I, it, it was it was that was that was weird. And that's also honestly a little disappointing. That like, oh, oh. boy, you're out of touch. If, See, if, and, like, and, and where do you where do you get where do you get that from? And and that's the part that like is a narrative out there, and he just fed into it. He went on a show to dismiss stuff. About Jay Lucas, and instead of talking about anything that had anything to do, like he didn't address any concerns. He brought up something that was completely not in the lexicon whatsoever at all. And and that's uh, I really am kind of joking. I love T.J. Bosner, but I'm being somewhat serious that like it. You are somebody that he listens to and he talks to, and he probably gets some of like what are people saying sort of deal because it's not like Calipari's going out to bars and whatnot. So <laughs> what? That wasn't good. Overall, I thought the interview was fine. Like I, he, that was that didn't ruin it for me. Um, I but, liked hearing him talk. He should do more of them. I, I do notice that they don't really. I wouldn't say that they're softball questions, but they're not the. They're not going to try to get them by any means. So maybe they're maybe Cal is just looking for interviews where they're not going to ask tough questions, which is a little disappointing as well, more than a little. But I'm glad he's at least talking, at least doing something. Yeah. Better, better than nothing. Yeah, I, I did. Um, that that part didn't make sense when that felt like kind of the purpose of the interview. But so we ended up not getting much from that aspect. But I did like that he talked about what it's going to take – the kind of upgrades that the program needs to have, needs to go through. And he oh, talked yeah. about upgrading Big Blue Madness. Oh, and, yeah. That's another one. And here's the, here, here, if, if, and here's where T.J. Bosner can be a real big winner. And I, I also appreciate that we're putting a lot on, on, on him. Well, but, like, there's really – that's kind of his job is to be the liaison of what we're saying to John Calipari. Well, Cal likes him, and we know Bosner is – down to earth, yeah. and like a, he has the common fan perspective. I'm using air quotes around that, right? And we know that Calipari likes him and talks to him, and we can't name anybody else that that would, that would relate. Calipari hangs out with a bunch of some of the elites in Lexington, right? And not that they probably don't have great times and do cool things, but they're also probably not hearing. They're, they're the ones traveling to the Bahamas. They're yes. the ones traveling to London. You know, they But the people who go to Big Blue Madness, that's that's not that crowd. In I think if you want to throw some people a bone and you want to help stamp out a narrative, you bring Big Blue Madness to Memorial. We can ask Steve Moss what he thinks of John Calipari. Do you have John Calipari fatigue? He does. Oh, wow. That's the, that is the strange thing about it. It's like a lot of media does. No, because I like UK and I like when they win. This show, I'm wearing this shirt somewhat jokingly um, just to kind of troll. We can't see it. He but, can't see it with a. But no, I, Calipari's a great dude. I like him at UK. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But you're just a little fatigued. Yeah. 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he said, just be honest with us. Yeah. You couldn't pick it up. It's a great take. I yeah. miss seeing you around <laughs> doing the media stuff. You doing all right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good seeing you. A little wet. A little wet. Uh, the, the hard stuff's not coming down for hours. Oh. <laughs> but, I, but I do think that's, that's your easy your, – if you want a soft toss to just hit it out of the park, just move Big Blue Madness to Memorial. And back to midnight. Yeah. No, that would be cool. That would be really that, cool. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Get Rondo. Ooh, 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 do you like the idea? I love that Rondo was potentially up for an uh, NBA job. Do we bring Rondo for a the UK job? Rajon Rondo recruiter. Third assistant. Who says no? You got this gentleman's attention. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's wearing a U of L hat, but he's got the thumbs up. Oh, oh he's, he's a Kentucky fan wow, wearing a Louisville hat. Oh, wow, what a what? guy. He's wearing a hat. We need to get you some blue. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, this is actually, he just doesn't care what he wears on his head. Good for him. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, Indian Charlie. Appreciate it. Sweet. Come on. Indian Charlie's the, he, he, oh, he, he's, a, knows a who, he's a who's who back here. King of the, of the best, backside. One of the best parts of Kentucky Derby Week. Thank for you, sir. Sure. I appreciate Indian Charlie, it. do you want to talk to us for a minute? Well, no, I'm not. On the radio? Oh, oh, okay, okay. All right, yeah, bring him by. <laughs> okay, okay. Appreciate it. You just got Indian Charlie's for us. That's a good way to get into the backside. Just, yeah. Yeah, you're just here to eat some donuts, drink some coffee. Oh. They got a Kern's Corner ad on here, which is always a good place to go during Derby Week. Uh, this is radio from the backside. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better. Thank you. Thank you. Um, We're going to need Roush to just repeat what he heard. Um, Smile Happy was out there. That horse is a bum. Don't waste your money on it in the derby. I'm, I'm, oh, I've made my, my derby horse pick. I hope it's not Smile Happy, though, because I, part of me, it's, it has nothing to do with the horse. It's his dad. So Run Happy sponsors everything. Run Happy is Claiborne's top sire, and if you watch TVG for 30 seconds, you'll hear, Run Happy at stall number one, Claiborne Farms. And it's because, part of the reason why, Mattress Mike, the biggest jerk in America, owns part of this horse. And I phrase that very specifically because Mattress Mike is going to wreck whatever favorites odds are at Kentucky Derby because it's not like he's betting against Vegas. It's paramutual wagering. So whenever he puts a million dollars on a horse, that odds are going to tank. You don't have to do Mr. Horse Racing Guy. I'm he, hoping, le he left already. I'm he left. hoping. The guy left, Roush. You don't have to do Mr. Big Horse Racing Guy. We're done. Boy, I'm, we're just, we're I'm, done. Just, I'm letting everybody know. I hope that he doesn't put his money on Epicenter. I wouldn't mind if he did it on Zandon because I don't know if Zandon can do it. And I really want Epicenter to be at like 3-1, to 4-1, to one, and I can put a good chunk of change on him. Pioneer of Medina is your horse. Nope. Pioneer Mo Medina. Donegal is your horse. One so um, <laughs> right out of the one hole. I like that. Yeah. Uh, but also, he's not as good as Andon. No, Mo Donegal's going to win. Uh, where were we before we with that guy handed us papers? I really thought it was going to be Indian Charlie. He's got the <laughs> scoop. Indian Charlie's got the scoop. But this is just a funny paper, though. Oh, I love it. Room. I love it. Yeah. Um, we were talking about just how you throw a soft toss to somebody. You go to Big Blue Madness at Memorial Coliseum. And sure. we get Rajon Rondo back on the staff. I did think that, like, again, that was another miss – narrative I, I don't know what the right word is for that like i don't think people really care so much about big blue madness one way or another like mm -hmm. yes it's nice uh, nice symbolism of the start of the season but maybe that's what calipari's talking about is just like making it something special again and if he's talking about that then sure that's cool but you know i think there's more important things to do but that's fine and a way to do that is exactly that put it at a memorial make it 
a like, hey, you need to be there event, but have a bunch of the place students because they have the a right to go. That would be a way to get some juice. More importantly, get a ton of awesome recruits at Big Blue Madness. That's what I care about. That's and true. get them to commit shortly after Big Blue Madness. That's a good way to make Big Blue Madness a cooler event. And then the facility stuff, whoever designed the Joe Craft Cole Friends of Cole Cole Lodge, Fire them. Don't have them do anything else because if you need something new already, and they do supposedly, yeah. that, that's, that's not an old building. That's not an old facility. So don't let that person do anything else. And if Cal thinks UK needs new facilities or more facilities or upgraded facilities, I don't think he's just making that up out of thin air. And I saw some people try to criticize, like, look at him whining, trying to – Stoops literally just did the same thing. That's what you do. You make, <laughs> yeah. you make public comments you about public the athletic, on, on the yeah. athletic director yeah. to try to get what you want. And it is unfortunate that those dorms are supposedly stinkers now. But Seriously, how could they be that bad that quickly? Maybe, like I remember in Trey Young's family, now that was a little forced, as I've said several times. He was basically like begging for something negative. And they were like, oh, I don't know the dorms. But you look at these other places, and UofL's getting a new place, it's – it's an arms race, and you got to keep up with it. And I, again, I don't think Cal's just making that up to make things up. I, this is a—he's he, never really asked for facilities at any point in his tenure at UK. Brief aside that we, uh, because you mentioned Trey Young, we never have this conversation, but he was one of the—you probably watched two more recruiting classes after him. Are you surprised that he actually is an NBA All Star? Yeah, I'm, I am surprised he's as good as he is. Not, I'm not surprised he's making it in the NBA or anything like that, but I'm surprised that he's. One of the best young players. One of the – a hated player, too. So no. that's when you know he's good is when he's hated. Because – and But he's fun to watch. Yeah. I, I would not – like, again, I, you know, I remember, Roush, we were hanging out and we were watching Trey Young, Quade Green, Tre, Tremont Waters. Mo Bamba. And we were like, out of these three guards, it really – who could be great? Any of them could be. And Waters was, I thought, sneaky good, but Quade had the best peach jam that year. He did. He yeah. was actually – like, if you were ranking them as recruits, you probably – at the time, would put Quade at number one, which is crazy to think Quade now. Because Quade did things that weren't uh, – like, they weren't as flashy, but they were much more – Like efficient. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Because and, Trey was like, let's pull up from 35 feet. And, and Waters was a really good college guard. Right, I right. don't know if he's doing much in the NBA, but uh, all I, right. I think a, a guy like uh, – just in, in Hunts, like guys like Tremont Waters, Tower Uless, they're going to be rich with nil. You know, mm-hmm. where maybe NBA isn't your ultimate calling. That's a good point. But uh, also with that, if Calipari could go back, he definitely would have picked uh, his guards differently. Quade did not work out, and UK had the easiest road to the Final Four mm-hmm. and lost to Bruce frickin' Weber. I have uh, have uh, two bits of breaking news. One, uh, 64 at the Watterson yeah, school going bus. westbound. School, school bus, bus overturned uh, going to Prayer, Manuel. Prayers with that. No kidding. 22 uh, kids on the bus. Oh, uh, man. And uh, there are injuries. But, um, yeah, going to, to Wagner, I believe. So thoughts? Uh, Manuel is what, what I've seen. But either way. Oh, they, were uh, ten, are they can go. The, okay. I think, yeah, they can go multiple places too. But I, I think everybody's okay. Let's hope so. Pray that that's. They're just meeting. Stuff. They're, they're meeting at Wagner. The meetup spot now is right. at Wagner. I miss um, Quick turn, though. The other breaking news. Imani Bates to Louisville? Hmm? That's breaking? Uh, it, it, that's not actually happening, but it, Louisville's top five, and they seem to be in the lead, Supposedly, perhaps? it's just U of L and Eastern Michigan that are he's from recruiting there. him. Maybe DePaul. 
uh, is another one that I heard. But I think some, some teams don't think he's really worth the risk or the juice, and it seems like Kenny Payne's Man. willing to take a chance. No doubt that he is uber-talented, but also could be like could ruin your season too. Would, would love to see him on that Louisville team. Love it. I think you're going to. Oh I, man, it sounds like they're the ones because he is a good player, but he's also they have all, they don't have players that aren't like six eight, and he's another six eight guard. Uh, just watching that. Man, he'd get a ton of shots there because who oh. else is going to take him? L. Ellis. All right, we've Ellis. got to go That's to it. our daily double break. We'll come back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call. Coming up next, live from the backside of Churchill Downs, T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kaler. Okay. We'll be back after this. We'll all be back at the local smoke. And we'll raise up our glasses against evil forces saying, Whiskey for my man, beer for my horses. Whiskey for my man, beer for my Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Ooh, Big X Sports Radio. Ow. Dugan in the in the tent. I was going to say in the house, but we are technically in I a mean, tent. We got prime real estate. We're like in a, the, the Crossway Avenue. Everybody's got to come by the old roll call boys. Yeah, the and governor. We, and, we heckle, here. and we heckle them, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a silly boots. <laughs> oh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dugan, good to see you, buddy. Always a pleasure, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's busy time of the year. He mm-hmm. was out at Blind Squirrel yesterday, now hours later. Churchill Downs. Man, love this time of the year. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We probably should talk about Salsaritas. No, probably. Definitely should talk about Salsaritas because it's the best. And it's Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Woohoo! Arriba! And we're two days away from Cinco de Mayo. It's no better place than Salsaritas to celebrate the holiday. Celebrate it all week. I went there yesterday, truth truthfully got myself a burrito the blue power raid i don't know if they did something special to it but it was they really juiced it up i think for derby week you know they're putting on it's real they're, they're, they're trying to just make everything as nice as possible the blue power raid no exception download the app there's two locations in louisville middletown and st matthews the middletown location has a drive-through it's a good time at salsaritas and it is delicious no <sighs> Cornbread hemp, by the way, this is a good tweet, and they, we can just go into cornbread hemp. Okay. They just quote tweeted Jay Lucas. Jay Lucas said day one, and then it's Cameron Indoor, dorky stuff, you know, Duke stuff. It's going to make me sick. Yep. They quote tweeted and said, there's not enough gummies in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's clever. That's why we love our friends at Cornbread Hemp. They have some great gummies, though. You can get lots of them if you go to cornbreadhemp.com, and you get it at a great discount by using the promo code Big X for some of that full-spectrum organic CBD. Sprinkle on a little THC, too. A little extra kick in those extra-strength gummies. So try them out today. Use that promo code Big X or 30% off at checkout.com. 30%, folks. That's a big deal. All right, text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We're going to get rain later in the day, but for now, it's turned into a nice morning Mm -hmm. on the backside of Churchill Downs. Get your text in. 
I say we go and maybe read Yeah, some. check out this Thorns text on 502-414-1450. Did you know we're close to the best Thorns in the city of Louisville, TJ? Well, I know you think that one it's is right. the best one in the city. Cheapest gas in town. Can't be, can't be accurate. It's, it's, <laughs> hey, I'm, can't be accurate. TJ, that are sponsor, okay? No, I'm saying that that one can't always have the cheapest uh, gas uh, in town. No, it, it can. Be, it could be. It is always the best. Thornton's, you goober. No, it is always, always the best. A texter says, "Beasy here." Hey, Beasy. I watched that clip of Jay Lucas that Duke basketball put out last night. My man literally looks and talks dorkier since he put pen to paper with Duke. I guess that's what happens when you sell your soul to the sisterhood. <laughs> Have a good one, fellas. I just thought of the sisterhood of traveling pants. <laughs> well, Beasy had a really funny tweet that I retweeted, and it was just like Jay Lucas at Kentucky and Jay Lucas at, at Duke with Steve Urkel. And uh, then, of course, Mark Maggard stole it. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Just stole it right from him. <laughs> uh, but no, that was that was hilarious, and uh, it's gonna bum bum me out. But I think Jay's gonna be a really good head coach one day. So maybe a head coach one day at Kentucky. I don't think it's impossible. So ain't burning any bridges with him. A texter says I broke my. Oh, this one was for the Rutherford show. I accidentally oh, sent no. it over. I think Rutherford punched a kid. Wow. Isn't that what he did? No, a kid punched his daughter. And then he punched the kid back? <laughs> no, he yeah. just cussed like, at the kid. Like the campaign where he, they punched the baby? He, he dropped two F-bombs on the kid. He dropped two F-bombs? <laughs> yeah. He wow. asked the kid, what, like, the, what the bleep are you doing? The kid said, I didn't do anything. And he said, you just bleeping him, my daughter. Whoa. <laughs> I've always wondered, and I haven't had that moment yet, TJ. And Duke's a pretty... Like, he, he's good about, no, you take your turns. You know, he, he's pretty good about his manners. But I'm curious what's, what's going to happen that day that there is a confrontation of some unruly kid at the park. Well, well Duke's inevitably going to be bigger than ever. It'll probably be like a high school sophomore, and Duke will be seven. Yeah. And <laughs> it'll probably be a fair fight, to Same be honest size, with yeah. you. So I don't think you'll have to worry about that one too, ter- too, too terribly much. But, but, that, that, but you know, there, there's some I bigger agree. kids who just play a little rough, like uh, – yeah. I was at, when I went to the baseball game. There was a, a, a situation where it was the the big brother brought his little brother, and you know little brothers are going to be rougher. They're going to play rougher, and yeah, it just you know that that's that's what they know. They got to keep up with the other one. So what so, happened? Uh, what happened? Well, the, uh, Duke tried to go down the slide, and he was just barreling through him mm. in route to the slide. He said, "No, boy, no, Duke's turn," and. Uh, he lost his shoe on the way down the slide. We got it. Everything was fine. But I was like, good job. Way to be nice. That was, that boy was not being very nice, but it was very good of you to not be mean. <laughs> That's good parenting, Roush. Yeah, unlike Mike Rutherford. <laughs> Cussing a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the Me Man Boy Twitter account? He seems to have very good knowledge on Kentucky basketball and recruiting scene. Only has 400 to 500 followers, though. We'll go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah, the Cornbread Hemp Podcast. The Me Man Boy, the Mark Macker Boy. That's that's who we think. Uh, we're not 100% sure about that, it, though. You know what else is funny, too? That Mark Fiscarelli guy, the fake account that got a bunch of people? Yeah. He actually is. I, if you if you keep up with it, he actually does have decent scoop. It's just from a troll account. Which is kind of. Or do you think they're just maybe guessing? Or accumulate, accumulating information and just putting it out there well, as their own. And here's the thing. If you just read between the tea leaves and then just say it as authority, most of the time it probably will be true. Because how many times do people know about a commitment or something like that, but they can't say it publicly, you know? Maybe he's that, that Twitter burner account is just the one saying it publicly. 
good point. He said last night Mark that Fiscarelli. Uh, that uh, Fiscarelli said that he will be uh, the the Baylor kid's going to go to Creighton. So if he goes to Creighton, credit Fiscarelli first. Now it's going to get really confusing because like Kentucky, you would think potentially could get the kid from Baylor that is transferring. Oh so yeah, that's make everything confusing. Baylor kid and Baylor what, Shireman. What's his name? Mahan. Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, I, I don't. I didn't watch Baylor basketball. I would rather have him than nothing, and I hope they don't do nothing. But again, maybe Sharp's going to be back. No, I'm not buying that. But uh, you got to also remember, a lot of like hundreds of people have declared for the NBA, and there's only 60 spots. Mm-hmm. So like people closer to draft time are going to withdraw, and a lot of them have already entered the portal, and they will potentially have a chance to go to UK. So. Um, Got to be patient with this stuff. It's going to go on for a while. I think that was part of Justin's angry take, ang- angry old man take, was that there were, were uh, too many people declaring for the draft and not enough spots. Am I right? No, I was just – I had brought that up a couple weeks ago. There were – at the time, there were only like 700 and something. Now I bet there's north of 1,000, if I had to guess. I mean, they're Tran- – In the transfer? No, or in – that declared for oh, the draft. Oh, the draft. I don't yeah. think it's 1,000. No, it's not 1,000. I bet. I mean, if it was 800 two weeks the ago. The deadline was two weeks ago. Oh, that was, that was right. the deadline. Yeah, we you read the page. And I think it was 283 for 60 spots, if I'm not mistaken. It's still more than are going to get drafted. Correct. Uh, yes, absolutely. A texter Ooh. says, I kind of disagree that UK needs one more impact player. Would be nice if they could add one, but the roster is already quite deep. We don't need to be playing more than nine guys anyway. And, that, uh, and that's where it's tough because you're right on that line. You've got plenty of front court guys. But if you have another C.J. Frederick injury in the backcourt and you're down to one shooter, you're making life difficult for your national player of the year. You need to have some people that can create some space on that offense. Yeah, and it's, and it's tough, Texter, because you got to find somebody that's going to be okay with whatever role they're going to have, whatever that is that they're going to sell them, that they're going to be a good fit, that they're not going to be a headache, that they're not going to cause disruptions, and does that player even exist? If this is the U.K. team, I don't think – it's the best team in the country to start the season, but I certainly think it will have the potential to be the best team by the end of the season. I'm super high on Case and Wallace. Obviously, you have the National Player of the Year, and it would definitively be a top-five team, in my opinion, to start the year. So I'd be all right with it, but I would just like one more shooter because I'm not expecting much from deep from Livingston. Wallace, I think, is going to be okay but not great. Wheeler, I think, will be improved, but that's still somewhat risky. Frederick should be amazing, but again, with his injury history, you never know. So, I will. Uh, I would like one more, but I, I understand your opinion, Texter. Another Texter on the Thornton Sex line says, "How much of the UK fan base actually enjoys the games and supports the program?" Thirty percent. It's insane how negative these folks are. Well, but you also have to realize that you're that's internet people, and that's what half the fan base, maybe TJ. Well, I, I do. I I don't think it's as many as you may think if you follow along message boards and Twitter that are, like, truly miserable. But there's a lot, and they're incredibly obnoxious. But, like, but even people like Steve Mott, I mean, there is a sort of funk right now, yeah, and that's yeah. understandable. So here's my thing, too, TJ. BZ talked about that Jay Lucas video, and he immediately became a nerd. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of fans are like me. I just scrolled past it. Like, I, I don't, I, if, I, if it's going to make me not happy, I'm just I'm going to go, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ignore it. Sure. So, so I think that there is a significant portion of fans that do that. Uh, so that leaves the online to just be a majority of the angry folks right now. But I think it would be, if I, if I were to put a percentage on disgruntled fans, 
it's probably 50-50, right, TJ? Right around there? I mean, it depends what you would consider the, like, 50% are, are fine and 50% are unfine. Maybe so. But I think it's only, like, 10% or 20% that are, like. Torches and pitchforks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. But I do think there's a, a lot. Yeah, I think it's probably even more than 50 that are. And how could you not be? How could you not be? Because of the pandemic, but because of also mistakes within the program. Kentucky hasn't won a tournament game since 2019. That's entirely too long to go. Way too long. Not winning the tournament game, even if one was taken away from you. Um, Texer says on the Thornton's text line, Nick, love you, but on three had consistently had some terrible takes ranking since they started. Nick Smith at 11, Derek Lively at 8, Livingston at 24, P.U. Yeah, I don't have anything to do with the rankings. So – and, and That's it, what I would say, too, if I made some bad rankings. I mean, you, all, people to know you also it. remembered uh, me coming on the show the day after they dropped Keontae Goodwin, like 150 spots, and I was just like, this is a crock. He, he did. He <laughs> yeah, did. so, like, I, I, I'm not – and I, I don't pay as close attention to the basketball. The one thing that is good is I think they are starting to get more people involved in them. Initially, it's small shop, and you're kind of just – you're starting from scratch. Uh but I think some more folks are going to start getting involved because we have more folks now who are going to all these events. You know, like Jack, mm-hmm. Jack's going to all of them. We have the, the EYB. Maybe maybe I can start. We Ooh, we need to start the KRC rankings. Go to the EYBL and just do our own rankings. Out. Yeah, it's well, Memorial Day I'll weekend, to say, too. TJ's not going to go for that. I'll make – we can do the rankings, but I'm not going – not going. You can't make me go. You don't want to go? No, not really. His recruiting really? days are done. If it, the one in oh, the in one Louisville. in Louisville, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what I meant. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind going to a day of that. Yeah, we'll go to a day. Yeah, yeah, go to, like, watch two games and on, then, like, a Friday afternoon. And then we make our ranking. Rank everyone. Yeah. Definitively. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's all we oh, – come on. Without argument or any – no objections. <laughs> Damn, TJ Wallace going to be in the Fox Wall Company. Would love for you to be right, but sheesh, I don't know about that. I, I would be surprised if he's not a top ten draft pick. Now, Wall was the number one draft pick. What did Fox end up going? Eighth, seventh, eighth, think, somewhere yeah. in that ballpark. So, I, I think he'll – I've, you know what? I'll go right, on a right. limb and say he'll be a top five draft pick. Better than Emmanuel quickly? Yes. Well, different, totally different player, but yes. But more of an impact player than Emmanuel quickly. SEC player of the year. Well, sophomore Emmanuel quickly was really good, but I would say he'd be in that category. Okay. Yeah. Because I think that he is. Will, he will be first team all SEC. I feel like quickly is the line of good, great. Because I, I would put him right. The Mendoza line for baseball. Uh, when you're ranking Calipari guards, he is right there in the middle where it's like there's the elite guys that are definitely above him, but there's a lot of guys below him. He he is the most average, good, really, really good guard that checks a lot of the boxes for you. I, I would I would probably put him in the great category. He was pretty unstoppable. But probably the the bottom of the great category, that's, that's right? That's probably true. The last one in the great category. So we got to get Wallace be better than quickly. That's probably that's that's probably right. A texter nails it from a conversation earlier. Says Ty Winyard level of playing time for uh, Thoreau. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. That's good. That's a good comparison. Uh, hopefully I hope he, he doesn't, doesn't bring a bodyguard. I was say, yeah, don't hire his body, bodyguard agency. <laughs> Who's screaming in the background? <laughs> it's got to be our friends over at six eighty. It's got to be our friends over at six eighty. We did not get into. I hope listeners realize this, but we actually got into a West Side Story style fight with uh, Deputy Doofus in between. It was actually Anchorman style. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ju- Justin killed a guy. Yeah. Justin, been meaning to talk to you about that. You're going to want to lay low for a little bit. Sigh, <laughs> a texter says. Mark Maggard, from personal experience, that guy is a first-class nutball. They, the way you described how his tenure as recruiting guru came and went was only the tip, the frosted tips, of the iceberg. He had frosted tips. Yeah, it was, it was a very quick summary. I know there's a little bit more to it, and I know there's plenty that I don't know, and I'd love to hear it as well. But uh, he is, if you go just by U.K. internet message board fame, it's impossible. He, he's part of the history. We need a book on the whole situation. I need to know more. A, a history of, like, U.K. message board and social media. Jeff would, Drummond could provide us would, the oral history, right? Would be interesting. He, <laughs> hell, he's worked for about every one of those message boards, right? Yeah, he has. Yeah. yeah. Um, TJ, I think we need to address something that – it's a little bit controversial, but it needs to be discussed. Okay, Supreme Court, we touched on it in hour one. Now you really <laughs> want to take the gloves off. Well, TJ, you mentioned the Blue Powerade from Salsaritas. You're Mr. You're, you're basically Mr. Blue Powerade. is basically your godfather. And here you are showing up to the backside of Churchill Downs for an episode of Kentucky Roll Call, and you brought Blue Gatorade? What, that's not mine. Looks like it's yours. Man, that's mine. You did all that for that. It's not yep, mine. That's mine. Do you see it? You think, I, like, look how far <laughs> yeah. it is. You I mean, yeah, he can't, he can't reach that. You think that I'd put my blue Gatorade on <laughs> Scoot's right side? We're sitting you, in a line. I thought you just set it down, if I'm being Scoot, frank. I haven't seen anybody drinking it. He out thinks of I would have reached across Scoot's <laughs> body and put the coffee, or put the, it's next to a cup of coffee, the Gatorade over there. Will you not see my big water jug? See, and as soon as you said that, I was like, damn it, that's his water jug, <laughs> isn't it? You were. That was bad. You're something else. That was bad. Good time to take a break. Let's regather <laughs> and reconsider our mess. for the next segment. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call Roll here on Big X Radio, out. live from the backside of Churchill Downs. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Welcome back. One final long segment of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Exports Radio. Roll do, Call. Do you roll get call. any more uh, golf cards left? Uh, 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 there, uh, there are a few left. Yep, go ahead. Just don't let. Just. Oh. Let's turn his mic on. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Nope, nope, that didn't do it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Here, you we'll all just turned it on during the break. Everybody's about to find oh. out if there's any golf cards left. Oh, and then I turned it off. <laughs> Justin, what are you doing? Did you Justin. turn it on? Did you turn the mic on? Still not working. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what a, Justin. It was, it was oh, working. Boy. Justin, no. Still not working either. Oh, now fire me. making horrible noises. Fire me. You're out of here. <laughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> he, he says that there's a few left. Just don't let Scoots talk about them. Yeah, do not They're let Scoots talk out. about them. Also, th- this is a – I mean – Dugan was going to be doing our uh, our personnel evaluations on air. You picked a bad day to mess up, Man. Scoots. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just send me home, Performance Dugan. review Did day. Did he finally get it? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> scooter, scooter. Scooter, scooter. Just send me home. Just a few left. That's it. And uh, Scoots did a, a fine job 
at, at the golf cart reads, by the way. And, and Thank you, sir. That's probably a big reason that, that, that there they're are they're all gone. Few left. <laughs> yeah, but they're not all gone. Agreed. Just imagine if Roush and I this did them the whole be time. This will the first year, probably ever, that we didn't have to do a Father's Day push on these things. If you're planning on getting one of these for Dad, yeah, do it now. You better get it before Mother's Day. You better. You better. That's because they will be what, five, five sucker. days. Well, what else is up, Dugan? How's the station? Everything is great. It really should is. we do a I performance a review right now? Good, good week. I you think we should with, do a performance yeah, review. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you can yeah. start. Start with Scoots. Uh, start with Scoots. Yikes. How does he? How does he good. rank up to our? Uh, how do you think things are going? Our former. I think they're going great. <laughs> I think they're going great. Good. Train rolling down the tracks. What would you do to change the company? <laughs> I wasn't ready for a formal interview. Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> <laughs> well, probably with Kentucky Roll Call. Let's yeah. Hope <laughs> the number one rated show in town. That's right. That's Absolutely. Number one Kentucky sports show in southern Indiana. Absolutely. <laughs> Indiana's number one UK sports talk oh, radio. All right, Dugan, you've been to all these events. Somebody had this radical take that the Indianapolis 500 is better than the Kentucky Derby. Is that the worst take in the history of takes? I think it might be. One of, at least. Nobody cares about the Indianapolis. Like it's one of a, one of many races. Who said that? Some idiot on Twitter. And there was, mi- I, there was many people the echoing this. Indi- Indianapolis- we, can't, we can't go by just some random person's tweet one for thing, radio content. I, I know you can't. You don't have a shot of walking out of there with a few thousand bucks in your pocket. Right. That's true. It's true. Well, and Unless the Indianapolis. got the dream alive when you show up at the track in the morning. That's true. When you leave, you might be. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Well, in the 500, people in Indy only care about the 500, whereas right. the Derby is more of a national national it, thing. I, w- I was curious, too, if it – because I only know what I know. I know my perspective. And there was one year where I, I, I did – it was a regretful decision. I missed the Derby to go on a bachelor party. The guy is a coward. Uh, for scheduling it then. But I got to watch the Derby from afar for the first time. We were out in Arizona, Scottsdale, that whole area. And everybody out there was watching the Derby, and people were talking about the Derby out there. So that kind of confirmed the sentiment. This is the the biggest horse race in the world every year. Indy 500 is one of a couple races. This is such a bad take, such a bad take. Uh, Just love the fastest two minutes in sports. Uh, 7 p.m. post time this year, 6.57. Keeps getting later and it, yeah. It's getting later and later. Getting, it's making it a longer day. Wow, that really is. Kind of like it. People need Kinda. to maybe accommodate their parties to that. That's oh. 7 o'clock. That's right. Oh, that's uh, as soon as the race is over, baby's got to go home and go yeah, to bed. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Jeez, that's yeah. kind of a bummer. So, But uh, Oaks Day post-time. You pace yourself all day that day. It, it's, oh, oh, I, oh, come on, pacing. Pace, <laughs> this, like, this is a sprint, not a marathon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're not racing horses over on the turf over in England. But the Oaks Day. Here's what's going to be weird. The Oaks is going to be on USA Network this year. Hmm. That is because so weird. NBC Sports, I think they've gotten rid of that channel, right? I know they were talking about shutting it down. I think I don't know if it's officially happened or not. Maybe this is their way of – You were thinking that John Taffer Bar Rescue shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> shut it down. Uh, but it's going to be on USA, and that race is expected to go off at 5.51 Friday evening. Okay. Uh, they'll have coverage from, I think, 1 to 6 on Friday on USA of all places. Kind of weird. Kind of weird. Should we should we read some text? We should. I think. Uh, well, 
Oh, I think somebody's telling us the Dave Ramsey stuff. <laughs> Pay off your debt. Build up your emergency fund. Yep. Save up money for your kids' college tuition so they can avoid student loan debt and invest for your retirement. The idea is to get away from credit cards. You don't need when you have cash flow, everything. When you have no debt, you have no need for credit cards. Getting 2% cash back is a joke. When you have to continuously put money towards your debt to get pennies back, I'm definitely Dave Ramsey-ish because I'm not living off rice and beans. But I've paid (laughs) off six different credit cards and my car, and the only debt I have is my wife's car and our house. We set a goal to pay off her car in two years and the house in 10, and all the money went to make is ours to do whatever we want with. I'm sure this is the content the listeners want, LOL. Sounds like my man needs to call the Dave Ramsey show today and do that plastic surgery he does. Oh, where he cuts up the... Oh, yeah. yeah. You well, get to scream? Well, he's on, he's on dead. He's got to get pay off that car before oh, yeah, he can yeah, go yeah. screaming oh, yeah. on there. Can't, Which, can't do the, he can, can do the plastic surgery, just not the, um, not, not the scream word that free. Have you Which, seen I, his I facility on 65? I was just getting ready to say Yeah. That. When I was in Nashville in the late 90s, like he was just kind of blowing up, but the dude literally became a multi-millionaire on common sense stuff. Yeah. Less than, <laughs> less than the bank, <laughs> yeah. Don't go into debt. Crazy. And now, exactly is he, he's not. He's, he's not from Louisville, is he? No, he, he's, he's from, from Tennessee. Uh, yeah. Okay. But but they have when you when you drive to like Birmingham, it's south of Nashville, and that's usually the spot where you're like, all right, let's get a break. We just made it through Nashville traffic. There's a Chick Fil A over here. They have this. Uh, it, it's it's not convention center size, but it's a huge it's building. Ramsey Solutions. It's a huge building, and now they're just they're people sh- just go in there and they're like, "Hey, I got to get out of debt." They do their, their. Why didn't we do a radio show 25 years ago telling people to stay out of debt? Well, and now they would have been genius. Now they're just like a chicken soup for the soul, except like conservative self help. Mm. Like, yeah, for for all walks of life. How do you get a job? How do stay-at-home moms make extra money? So how does does he ever talk about how he lives now that he's like probably loaded? Uh, yeah, he does. Or can he just be like, "Hey, you all aren't me, so you can't do this." He can (laughs) he can live however he wants because he's gotten all these people under his wing. Okay, with a boat and a vacation home, he just wants you to pay cash for it. Okay. Yeah. Have his kind of cash, you can pay. Yeah, that's what he says. I wonder if he's fun to hang out with, or he just always like (laughs) when you go out to dinner and somebody reaches for their card, if he's like. Bring some scissors. <laughs> you and Scooter at the five squirrel. Yeah, exactly. You know who's going to have. I not want to have a beer with you. Did you hear what I talked about where I, I mistook Troy moving from Fern Creek to the south end? Twice. Yeah. So Fern Creek now. Today you said it. You go, uh, no, he. I don't know why anybody would move from Fern Creek to the south end. But correct. That's, that's how you justify it. Correct. <laughs> that, that's, that's, where, that's where I'd gotten it. That's where I misunderstood it. A uh, good times last uh, night. I will. You know who's going to be paying have a good time and enjoy the South End, right? right? Oh, everybody does. I mean, especially at Churchill Downs, the capital of the South. Well, End. we're yeah. we're very close to it. We're you can see South it off End. to the distance. Yeah. You drive down probably about a mile. You get to the water, send about a boom, bada bing. No, nope. South End, <laughs> South of Central. But we are Avenue. in Central Louisville. We're in the, the thick of it. <laughs> yeah, in the horse castle, literally on Central <laughs> Avenue, yeah, and uh, we're just having a great time out here. You, you know who's going to be able to pay radio as well with a lot of stuff in cash. Our guy will love us because I checked the if you check the NFL draft stonks, his stonks are pretty high right now. I had four mock drafts, early mock drafts. CBS Sports uh, was the most reputable. You had Bleacher Report as well. Four have him as a projected top ten pick for next year's draft. They believe that he can be 
this third quarterback off the board behind uh, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Josh Allen White, if you will, the next iteration of Josh Allen. The, Mr. Sports Talker, T.J. Walker, is Kentucky playing in Atlanta if Will Levis is a top-10 draft pick? I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive necessarily. But I did crack up about, like, the L goobers who were like, that is – that's dumb. They're going to look silly doing that. He is – has a huge body for a quarterback, yeah. and he can throw at 70 yards. Like, of course, <laughs> NFL teams are going to be intrigued by that. One for of a those. guy who won 10 games his first year in an SEC program, a traditional loser in the SEC, all things considered, and he goes in there in year one and a team that hasn't thrown the ball in three years and actually did some nice things. So, yes, I could see why NFL teams are intrigued. I wouldn't have thought it would be this high, but first round I definitely would not right. be shocked by, and second round certainly – but, yeah, there's a lot to like about Will Levis. He just needs to put it all together. I don't know if I love the fact he's getting a second offensive coordinator in two years, but you, you kind of painted a narrative of maybe this will make him more well-rounded. He'll learn a little bit more, be asked to do some more things, some different things, and obviously Scangarello. Scan, See, I just do the accent when I can't say their name the, the right way, and <laughs> yeah. it's just a disguise to try to cover up the fact it works. that I, I have a tough time pronouncing words uh, generally. But um, – you you, he know he knows NFL quarterbacks so yeah I, I I totally could buy it. I like that one of the draft sites said he his he looks like an action figure. <laughs> his his body's built so well, um, but I, but I think part of the path to get to that spot to be Josh Allen. I don't think his Wyoming team went to a bowl game that year. But when you're playing in the Southeastern Conference, you can get more eyeballs on you when you win big games. Scangarello said in his uh, one Scangarello. of his <laughs> in, in one of his early press conferences that he first noticed Will Levis in that LSU game. They're playing on prime time. Uh, was that ESPN or SEC Network? I think that was the ESPN. What game? The LSU game. That was ESPN. Yeah, and that's when he was playing well. So I, I think part of it is you cut back on the interceptions. He had 13 last year. You can cut that to seven just by having. A, a deeper field of wide receivers, more talented group of wide receivers who aren't dropping the ball into the other team's hands. Get your completion percentage over 70. And, and just start be, – be a little bit more consistent with the deep balls too. I think we did remember too well those Wandell Robinson throws uh, at the beginning of the year, but they really started to tail off uh, towards the back half of the season. If he can check those three boxes and then win some big games that really put Kentucky in the spotlight, because that's the – I know folks nationally are getting more accustomed to seeing Kentucky in that category. It's not the constant disrespect. But you get you, you get rare exposure being in the SEC. If you can be the Kentucky team that has this uh, charismatic quarterback leading them to the promised land, we have we had the discussion about, like, hey, Georgia has all of these top draft picks? They aren't going to have all those draft picks next year? We, we did talk about them replacing a plethora of players. Five defensive players in the first round. I mean, they still recruited well. They're still Georgia. But, you know, if you're going to get them, a first-round quarterback next year coming in after they lose a bunch of guys, Dugan, it just it's, it's dollars and cents, and it, it makes a lot of them. It's all adding up. All adding up, baby. Love it. I'm very excited for the upcoming football season, and uh, we'll be excited to watch Levis's last year in blue and white. First time, most excited for a quarterback since. <sighs> Got to be Woodson 07 season, right? Because he was really good in 06. I think he's still. I think his interception of a streak started in 06. 
Is that right? Yeah, but I still don't think – I mean, to have <laughs> Levis being projected top ten pick, that takes it to a level even Woodson didn't reach. He was never really high on draft boards. No, but he had that awesome season. I mean, you got to think, too, to where we were then. Going to a bowl game in 2006, they beat Georgia that year, and the offense was fun to watch. You know, it, it, I hear it. I, yeah. it. It all checks out to me. I just think it's. I think there's more hype this year. I think you would maybe have to go back to going into Couch's Heisman final this year. Probably because Jared's team is mostly stunk. His best yeah. year, they were on probation. There was a different type of anticipation for Jared. I'm sure you probably remember that, Dugan. It was Definitely just more exciting. of like, I just want to see this dude. Like, I want to see, or is it is he as big as they say? And can he actually kind of tuck it and run a little bit? And can he really sling it as far? I remember going to that U of L game as a kid, wanting to to see it. And uh, so he was kind of in a different. He was more of just a quarterback in a lineman's body. Yeah, and you just had to, like... And the team was so bad then, too, for the most part, that it was... You were there just to watch the offense. And the defense went on the field. It was like, oh, gosh. Here we go again. But I think you got to go all the way back to couch in terms of anticipation for a returning quarterback for the Cavs. I said that tongue-in-cheek, but that's funny that that's what we actually came back to. I think it's the truth. Uh, uh, Roush is right for all the reasons for Woodson. and But, I, I, again, you're not talking about a top-ten pick with Woodson. You never were. Um Hell, we were excited about Terry Wilson coming back after that 10-win season, and, of course, he gets hurt, and I think that changed a lot for him. But, right, right. Um, but Some, even this is a different different beast, and that's one thing Stoops has never had. He's never had a no. quarterback that he's been able to rely on. He's still been able to beat U of L by about 30 points every game. Yeah. Am I right? So many Figure points. <laughs> Big Louisville every year. It's so easy. Uh, let's get back to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A texter says... Folks are obsessing whether or not Lucas got a promotion to go to Duke. He's gone. Who cares? Um, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, you're right, and that's and it's true. The I just thought it was weird. Calipari was like, I didn't fire him. It's like nobody asked, nobody thought. <laughs> oh man, where's Bosner? Seriously, where's Bosner? Gosh. <laughs> um, did you uh, did you see that Chris Rodriguez is throwing out a first pitch tonight? No, but I saw that he's graduating. Congrats to him. Yeah, congrats he to him. is a graduate of the greatest university in the history of the planet. Yep, yep. I would agree with that. They, Not everybody can say it. <laughs> Not everybody can say it, but I can. And now Chris Rodriguez can as well. What, uh, UK baseball or a Legends game? It's uh, the Genomes. Oh, the Genomes. The Genomes. Yeah. It's their first game, and it's free hot dog night. The hell's the Genomes? That's the new – Lexington is now going to have two minor league teams what? playing on the same field. <laughs> what? So what happened, they ended up joining a league uh, that's not affiliated with Major League. And I think to get an even number of teams, they're like, we'll just we'll just make two teams. We'll make another team. I don't know who's going to go to those games, but, hey, free hot dogs. And Chris Rodriguez, uh, sign me up. Didn't Brandon Phillips play for the Legends for a while? After uh, a he got of, done with MLB? The biggest, uh, the biggest person they Roger ever had Clemens. there was Roger Clemens. Yeah, he really? bought, like, what, new TVs and couches for, like, That's the players' awesome. lounge and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he, uh, he was – It was a short stop. It was a short stop. And his uh, his kid played with him, right? No, I didn't know I that. think that was the case. Uh, but he was doing rehab, and he started on a summit there and moved up. That's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, Brandon Phillips actually was playing there in some weird – like, after the COVID year, mm -hmm. they were having that team, the Florence Alls. They're having a weird, like, all of the Kentucky players were just playing a series with one another. Brandon Phillips is randomly involved. Yeah. 
Oh, the Reds off to the second worst start in Major League Baseball history. Winning, winning me a lot of money. Their Red Sox aren't much better. Or are you just fading the Reds every day? I'm betting whoever's playing the Reds, I'm betting a minus one and a half every single day. <laughs> so far, I'm six and two, and I'm up 30 bucks. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Suck it, Reds. <laughs> Losers. I love the Reds, but, man, they're terrible. <sighs> so terrible. A texter on the Thornton's text on 502-414-1450 says, any idea on the timeline of the new assistant hire? Uh, no idea, but I would imagine by the time you post it and you go through the rigmarole in the next week. We'll hear it sometime next week, maybe even before then. It could be this week or this weekend. But I would say within absolutely within 10 days, but I, I would guess within seven. Um, and, and, again, maybe sooner than that. And then, yeah, you may have to – you can't maybe officially announce it, but I think we'll know who it is in by the end of the weekend, actually, I would guess. Uh, oh, interesting. Oh, maybe another Derby Day breaking news? Could be. Kevin Knox, my most recognizable Derby Day breaking news. That one was great. Terrence Jones was another great one. The, the bad one was the uh, Jalen Brown, who's still doing well for the Boston Celtics. That was Oaks night. That was Oaks. Yeah. And then Terrence Jones actually picked Washington on Oaks Day, but then he announced a sophomore return, I think, on Derby Day. Huh. And then, of course, UK wins the national championship. So, he taught everybody about oh, Tell Sharp. Say Sharp's coming back on Saturday. Oh, It'll man. be good luck. <laughs> so, Roush, if you had to pick a horse who, to win, who are you rolling with? Probably Epicenter in Derby Day. I know it's kind of boring, but that's the chalk has been pretty fortunate as of late. Although... Uh, two of the last three years, that chalk has come in and then been taken down or disqualified. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I hope there's just no controversy this year. Yeah, I, mainly I just don't want to wait around for I, it. I want to, <laughs> I want to see, I want to see the horses run tomorrow. Today, the mud kept a lot of them from training, um, but I want to see them up close and, and in person. Uh, I have not picked my long shot yet. I did like that Cyber Knife was twenty to one. Uh, That's Trevor's horse. That, that horse has a cool story because the, the guy who owns it had prostate cancer and they used a cyber knife to cut it out. This is his way of being like, hey, they guys. use the horse? <laughs> hey, guys, this cyber knife technology is really good. You just have to get colonoscopies, early detection, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, that's a cool story. I think I missed one text. Uh, that is a cool story. If Sharp was truly gone, I feel like UK would have locked it up and thrown away the key. This is still an interesting story, unfortunately. Yeah, it is unfortunate, mm -hmm. but it is. And yeah, you, you, there's been there's been good options, especially on the wing. Terrence Shannon could have been a nice fit. There were some Chicago, Chicago connections there, but UK didn't even really go into deep. So Did he announced where he's going, Shannon. No, uh, he's going to Illinois. Really? That's I when that. he was going to go to Michigan. Yeah. And but he couldn't Hunter, get in. Hunter Dickinson like tweeted at um, who's the coach at Texas Tech. Oh my gosh, uh, Chris Beard. No, no, he went. He to, he's at Texas. Texas. Oh, the Dana, the old man. I think he's Dana or something no. brown. But he, he's got, he's got Mark a, Adams. Mark Adams. He, his haircut is is very much like the dude from the Raiders, uh, where it's like a, a chili bowl. Except his is gray, and he's a little old man. It's a, he's, he's, Mark they Adams had, bizarre looking. They guy. had a ton of dudes transfer out for what was a pretty darn good team. I know Lubbock is is Lubbock, but. Um, yeah, he was going to commit to Michigan, but I guess, like, Texas Tech wouldn't approve some of his hours or something like that, so he couldn't get in. So, went to Illinois and will be a nice player for him. But okay. Kentucky didn't really even seem to kick the can, or if they did, they didn't kick it very far. A texter says, 
So, okay, got to move down. Listening to Nick's former boss getting emotional over Cal not calling into the show anymore was quite funny. He admittedly acknowledged that he doesn't even know how to get in touch with Calipari anymore. Oh, well, when you rile up the fan base and get them anti-Cal for three weeks straight after the St. Peter's loss, what do you expect? Hashtag Mitch, please. Wow. <laughs> A lot there. A lot well, there. hey, Cal doesn't call into our show either. Yep. Join the club. But we know how to get in touch with them. Well, <laughs> we, don't, we don't tell anybody. Not directly. We, we, we don't tell anybody how we do that. Wouldn't you just slide into the DMs, Terry? No. For Calipari, I don't know. <laughs> I, I wonder what his DMs look like. <laughs> Probably pretty ugly. I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine he's Especially doing after much the last DMing. three weeks. A texter says, John here. Good morning to all. If Sharp comes back, then the Cats indeed will be the sharpest tool in the basketball shed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. John always has some fun lines, doesn't he, Dugan? Fingers crossed, my friends, my Chiefs, my Chiefs keep adding cats to the Yeah, that's true. In the draft, of course, they got Kennard, and yesterday they traded Texans a seventh-round draft pick for Lonnie Johnson. Let's all do the cat attack. Hey, which NFL jersey would you buy, Lonnie or Kennard, if you're a Chiefs fan? Well, got to go talk to you later. They got Lonnie for nothing. What yeah, was that all about? A conditional seventh-round pick. I had a – Lonnie had been alluding to it. He was going to get traded this year. They ended up drafting a cornerback. Uh, I think they got Sauce Gardner uh, with the fourth or fifth overall pick, whatever that was. Uh, so you, you you knew the writing was on the wall there. thought they might get a little bit more than potatoes out of it, though. I mean, he played a lot of football and wasn't bad. So surprising. It's a big year for him. Big year for him. Got to play well. Uh, the biggest move was uh, Tyron Matthew. Going to the Saints. Yeah, yeah. They, going oh, back uh, home. I know Louisiana folks are going to be fired up. The Saints stink. I re- no, their draft was really oh, good. Oh, they're going to be terrible. I like their draft. They got uh, the receiver. They got Chris Olave, uh, Trevor Penning to provide Jameis some protection. Roush talks about oh, the NFL. Jameis is great. He just, like, overlooks the quarterback position as yeah. if it doesn't Yeah, Jameis is awesome. No, oh my Jameis God. Jameis is so good. The only 30-30 quarterback in NFL history. Man. He had him in the playoffs until he got hurt last year. Folks, you're you're over you're completely underestimating famous Jameis Winston. Ralph clearly got up this morning and started pre-gaming for dirt. Yeah, what did you put in your coffee? <laughs> that's outrageous. What, what do you got? There? Why are you all so anti-Jameis? Jameis is terrible. He's not terrible. He's terrible. He's really not a good quarterback. No, he's he is. Uh, would you take him over I'll, Mitch Trubisky? I'll, yes. No. Nope. I oh. would take him over Trubisky, but that's not saying anything. I'd take that bird that just flew by. <laughs> I wish I would have hey, saved a Kenny tweet. Kenny Pickett errors here, though. There was a really funny Gosh. tweet about Jameis Winston the other day. I'll have to see if I can find it. It was, it was Scooch, hilarious. don't tell us that unless you got the tweet. Yeah, seriously. That doesn't do don't anything for us. anybody. Come on, you know that. I'll Come search. On. Come on. I'll search. Come on. A texture says, ask Dugan to do the Salsaritas, Salsaritas, Fresh Mexican Grill in the Tony Vanetti voice. <laughs> <laughs> Are they not out here? No, uh, I guess not. That's wild. Yeah. Wow, that is wild. They must hate Derby over WHS. Actually, I see the WHS people over there. But I don't think Vanetti's coming out afterwards. So, yeah, Vanetti and Dwight do not like Derby. It's a fact. Yeah, but you don't want to. You didn't want to come out here Friday. No, because that's when the fun – the fun's already started at that point. I'm already in the party. Oh, yeah, we're not doing – we don't do radio on Friday, do we? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Oh, you want to work on Oaks Day? I don't really The care. one person in the city really of care. Louisville? It's two, it's two hours of radio. I don't care. <laughs> We're not doing radio Friday. Is that what I heard? I do forget we take that day off. EJ's going to be doing radio on Friday. Yeah. 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 Come on, TJ. 
He's picking up the slack for us, though. <laughs> EJ's picking up the slack for TJ. Texter says, Dugan sounds like what Big Blue Drew would sound like in 20 years. <laughs> I don't see that one. <sighs> Justin, Dugan's mic is not working. We cannot hear it. <laughs> it was definitely working. <laughs> Josh Allen won the Idaho Potato Bowl in 2017. Ooh, people do forget that. It was not small potatoes. No? No. No? Nothing? No. Not you're, even you're, a... You're a little too fired up, I think. <laughs> no, I'm all jacked up on coffee, donuts, and Debbie Fever, baby. <laughs> Crown Royal. No, no. Don't be spreading did, those rumors again, Justin. Did you see the big dog take a shot at uh, Wolford? Oh, he did. Nice. Love to see it. Man, they must have really not liked that guy. Well, and also Wolford's just recruiting all of the guys in Kentucky now. It's kind of what Derek Ainsley did whenever he went to Alabama after his stop in Kentucky, where Vince is like, "Oh, so somebody wants to recruit now that they're not uh, now that they're not on the Kentucky staff." So I I, I can imagine uh, that being the case, uh, but I did not see the actual thing. I did see that Rig uh, is going to the Bengals. Who day? Yeah, I was surprised by that. He worked out for them, and I guess they really liked what they saw. But I was uh, I was a little I was a little surprised to see it. Uh, he said that I really believe if Coach Schlarman was still living, Darian would have been a first-round pick, no doubt in my mind. <laughs> Gosh. Whew. That is, that, that is a pretty big shot. Uh, we had some texts about you, Dugan. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody said you sent, or they wanted you to do the Salsaritas, Salsaritas, Fresh Mexican Grill in your best Tony Benetti voice. <laughs> The complex look on his Salsaritas, face. Salsaritas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the name of our game is fun. <laughs> I was doing a good EJ Clark yesterday. EJ Clark coming up next, by the way. I love the camera. And we're live from the backside of Churchill Downs. <laughs> that is pretty good. Here in Kentucky in the shadows of the Twin Spire. That is, that was, that that is, is pretty good. good. <laughs> Coming up next. Pretty impressive. Kenny Rogers impersonation. On, on the Big X. I want to hear the gambler. Oh, all right. Uh, anything we missed, Roush? Um, don't believe so. Don't believe so. Oh, somebody said that the route, that you're right. The Saints may have a top three defense. All depends on the health of Mike Thomas and Javis Winston. Double figure wins this week. Yeah. Take it out. Just it in your second. It's a Saints fan who said that. Uh, one more text. Sources are saying... No, we're not going to say that. What? We're not? <laughs> All right. That's it. That's our show. It is? Okay. Everybody have a great Tuesday. A Taco Tuesday. Stop by Salsarinas. Derby week, I forget what day it is. Multiple times during the week. Same. Multiple times during the hey, same day. Hey, just do, do get your Mother's Day stuff. I'm, get that. Do that today. Just get it over with. I've already... My mom didn't even say she wanted anything, so I don't know what I'm going to do for her. <laughs> I know what Hannah wants. You can buy her so a $12 be dollar beer. That's, yeah, That's right. Could, could do that. All right, everybody. EJ Clark coming up next. This is Kentucky Roll Call Roll on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Galen live from the backside of Churchill Downs. Right into the city.